When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm ready for it. Woo! You ready for Friday? Yes. Okay, great. Let's just chill, everybody. You got a, a, a cabin date coming up in your afternoon? Yeah, I do. I said I might, I might schedule a haircut then. Oh my god, I love it. Let's go into the weekend feeling good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's right. see here. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Yes. It's uh It is in fact Friday. Today's date, if if you don't have a calendar and you rely on us for this, we give it to you once or twice a year. And today's date is August 4th. You know, worth noting, as I say that out loud, August the 8th month of the year, we are long past the halfway point. Oh, gosh, yes. Of 2023. I saw a funny meme yesterday. Yeah. Oh, goodness. What did it say? It said, August is here, which means September is basically next week. So you better pick out that Halloween costume and start the Christmas <laughs> shopping. Happy New Year, everyone. It does sometimes feel like once you get into September, yeah. you are now going down the yeah. water slide. You cannot stop, and it picks up pretty quick. But what have I always said about September, Donna? Um, you've always said that September has 30 days. I have always said that September <laughs> is the Minnesota New Year because mm. you don't feel like doing a New Year's resolution in January in, in Minnesota because it's so terrible here. It's dark and it's cold. But in September, the kids go back to school. I love it. A beautiful season comes in. The state fair is behind you. The summer rush. And summer can feel very schedule-wise, blobby and formless and not rigid. September ushers in a new era where you can say, yeah. what do I want to do different? It's September is Minnesota's New Year. Okay, I'll buy that. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks, everybody. I mean, coming up. Um, anyway. That's right. Anyway, uh, Cat Video Festival. Fabulous. Had it last night. Little warm, but it was great. Little warm, but not too, too warm. I did wear jeans, tight jeans. I only own tight jeans. And they, I got to tell you, if you don't know this yet about denim, it does not breathe. No. At all. Yeah. And it's thick. Oh, it's thick. I should have gone shorts. I don't know why I didn't go shorts. I don't either. But I know, I actually thought of you because I was like, there's no way Donna's in shorts. Ever. Ever. Ever Mm-mm. in her adult life, she Mm-mm. said she's not in shorts. Nope. One of the many interesting things about her. Just like when I said to her right before the show, hey, how come you're not getting soup anymore? You're never getting soup. And she said, because it's always so meaty. And plus, I already meaty? I already had a hot dog this year. <laughs> this is how this woman thinks about meat going into her body. 
Yeah, huh. like it's it, it's like Italian wedding. Then it was there was a sausage uh, thing yesterday. Like, yeah, it's just been a lot of meat. And she already Holly already ate a hot dog this year. Oh, that's true, Donna. You just ate it, didn't you? Eat it at, at National Night Out yes. earlier this week. Yeah. That's right. So I get it. If if your yearly ration of meat already well, happened, but a week, not even a week ago. I yeah. wish I would have taken you to Rib Fest. And we just would have gone from one to another, one purveyor of ribs to another, and said, "All right, no. what's it, what?" And they tell us all about their rub and how, how how long they cook it, and then they watch you eat it off of the bone right in front of them. That would I have been great. I don't eat ribs. I don't eat wings. Oh, I could make I, you a great wing. Okay. I don't. I don't like that. Nyeh, 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 nyeh. You know. Okay. You just <laughs> feel like a like a caveman. May I ask how you feel about <laughs> corn when it's prepared on the cob? I mean, I'll eat it in private. <laughs> I listen. I'm I'm with you here. I feel like corn is the worst way. You want to talk about the word nosh, which we've talked about Correct. recently. I feel like people nosh on corn because they're chewing it, and each kernel, it, they're just pulverizing it. And sometimes that kernel is spitting out butter as it gets punctured. I want to see you eat corn on the cob at the fair this year, and we will count how many kernels land in your beard. Ooh, I don't know. Becky sounds fun, doesn't it, Holly? Yeah. Can I tell you something about having a beard? And I know it's been a while since you've had one, Donna. But Thank now you. that I have this, uh, it is almost impossible to know if you have something in your beard. And almost every time you take a drink of a smoothie, you have stuff in your mustache. You eat some cereal easily. A piece of, you don't know if milk's on your chin because it's on this tuft of hair. It is. I, it is one part of it that I really, really do not like. I kind of love it for you. <laughs> that I then am walking around with specs? Yes. I mean, I really do think we need to see you eat corn. That'll be a fun game. We could do a speed competition. How fast can I eat this corn on the cob? And does love it sound it. like a typewriter when you're doing it? Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. I love it. Now we've got contact. Yes. All right. Do we have time to talk about the um, Writers Guild and the studios meeting to negotiate today? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. And I have an update from a studio executive. This is sort of the first timeline I've heard from a studio executive, Warner Brothers Discovery uh, bigwig David Zaslov, who was doing a, an earnings call for their shareholders. He said that, A, the studio in the last quarter, so the last three months of their fiscal year, Yep. Brought in over a hundred million dollars as a result of the strike. He went on to say, "How's that? They're not doing any production costs." Good point. And so somehow yeah. now they're just generating money from whatever was subscriptions in the works. and things that were already in the pipeline. He did say, and this is the first time I've really heard an executive, to my knowledge, offer any kind of a date. He said that uh, though negotiations have yet to resume between the unions and the studios. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery says it's currently projecting a, quote, early September end to the strikes and a return to TV and film production. He says we're in the business of storytelling. Our goal is to tell great stories, stories with power to entertain. And when we're at our best, inspire and stories that come to life, blah, blah, blah. But we can't do any of that without the entirety of the creative community. Now, he did couch that by saying if this does stretch into December, let's say, then, mm-hmm. again, he's talking to shareholders here who are only interested in the bottom line. Um, he said that that would go into more hundreds of millions of dollars of profit. Mm-hmm. Several hundreds of millions of dollars of upside for uh, a free cash flow. 
Well, that's not really he- going to help with negotiations. Doesn't seem like no, it. No, because they're going to go... Uh, we, we're you good know, right now. We didn't come this far for nothing. We're we're going all the way. But he did say there needs to be fair compensation. Um, and so that's a fun word to use. But you have to define what that means. And that is what comes up in the negotiation. So yeah. first timeline I've heard, though. Is this... Uh, hap- is this happening in the morning, in the afternoon? Will we hear anything today, do you think, during the show? No, because it's early in California. It's early out there. Yeah, yeah they, no one's going to do a meeting until at least 10 in the morning. Yeah, you're yeah, right. The Hollywood yeah. business hours. Yeah, we'll yeah. already be long gone. Yeah, I'll be mid-haircut. You'll be halfway to the cabin. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Right? We anyway. love you guys. We love yeah, we here. do. We're yeah. going to stay for a while. Yeah, we'll be on till now. we got a lot going on today. Um, don't forget, today we want to know who's listening. We have an interesting category that we're looking for today. Today's who's listening are, we want to hear from the can't do it. Tell <laughs> us something that you can't do that most people can. We got the idea when, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, Mike, mid-conversation, revealed to me for the first time mm-hmm. that he does not know how to swim. And this coming from a man who already doesn't know how to whistle, yet he recently <laughs> got married, so there's hope for us all. Yeah. What can't you do that a lot of other people can? Call. It will be a shame-free, judgment-free, safe space. At 11. At 11 o'clock. And you can email us in the meantime if you're not going to be around. What's something you can't do that most people can? That's who we will find out um, is listening to us. Woohoo! All right. When we come back, uh, Steve's got some random fun facts. All right. Yeah. A few uh, little grab-back things that make you go, huh? Old school. Babies are born without these, Hmm. but they develop them over time. Oh, I like this. See if you can figure that out before we come back. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies at the Canopy Group. Beautiful weekend on tap. Feels like we deserve this, right? Maybe you're getting out and about this uh, this weekend, exploring Minnesota. As you travel about, do a little road trip. Think about this. Uh, you might be passing some of the 234 cities in Minnesota that have populations over 2,500 people. And guess what? The Canopy Group, who I tell you about all the time, they've got clients in all but seven of those 234 cities. Why might that be important? Well, because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities really gives them a unique advantage in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason. They want to match your specific situation, including your zip code, where you live, with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done for you every year because your situation might change and the insurance company's appetites might change as well. Start saving today. Go to thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. Hello. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Steve's got some random fun facts. Holly's got the open. Oh, let's make it official then. If we can. I Wait, think. do I have the open? Do you? Donna, right, why ho- did you delete the open? I think it was accidental. Well, I, you Holly were, I doesn't even have know it. that we had a random fun fact open. We oh, do. It's a thing that make you go, did. huh? Oh. It, and then Donna wanted it canceled from the show. Oh, gosh. Throw me under the bus <laughs> And then chance. she had us meet with Amy, and then we canceled it. But then recently we, we got some clearance to sprinkle it back in. Huh. All right, so, wait, I'm going to find it on Mike's board. Here, I, I, no, I don't. I, I don't got know. It. Here we go. <laughs> Friday. Things that make you go. <laughs> See how fun that was? That was real fun. Oof. Yeah, we were doing that for about, mm, what, four years? Maybe five. 
long time. And Donna tried to push it out of the show for the better part of its term. It just feels like a filler. No, it's fun. It's interesting. People are driving right now. They want to know interesting things. They can only take so much of the real housewives. You know? It's fine. Who's still watching Real Housewives? I don't want to get into it. New York has a brand new cast. Congratulations. Yeah. Hope they're doing great. Watch the first episode. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. Thank you. Uh, Here are some stupid things you don't need to know, but now you will. Ask the question. Babies are born without these, but they do develop them later on. So we've gotten a couple of guesses. And those, those, those guesses are right. Let me ask okay. Holly if she happens to know the answer to this question. Babies are born without these, but they do develop them later on. Isn't it part of their skull? That's a good that guess. Too. Well, that no, yeah. but they do have that soft spot that then slowly closes, oh, which is weird, right? Yeah, oh, that's really oh, watch scary. their soft spot. Oh, don't touch your soft spot. Oh, does he have cradle cap? <laughs> that's when they're. How about a how about a belly button? Nope. No, no. they they're born with a very long belly button. That's right, the umbilical cord. But then cord. you get the you 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 chop that thing off, and that is a weird process because in case you have not had an infant in your life, when the umbilical cord you cut the umbilical cord. And then they put this little, like, plastic clamp on it. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to sort of dry that all off. And then... It falls off it, and the dog eats it. It falls off and you're walking through your living room. You step on something and you're like, what is this? You turn your foot over. It's your child's umbilical cord. And that happened to me with Adeline and it was... Or with Grayson and it was horrifying. Well, it could have been worse. could have been a Lego. Hmm. Known to hurt belly they button hurt cross so Lego, you know. <laughs> no, but so I don't have an answer. That was my answer. That's a good answer. You yeah. have two two good options there. Babies are born without kneecaps. Mm. They just have cartilage mm-hmm. that hardens into bone as they get older. So if you ever feel a baby's little knees and you're like, oh, these are just so gushy. It's, that's true because they don't have the kneecap bone. Yet. That's why they look so chubby in that area. Oh, you know, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> also. <laughs> Name a more sensitive bone than your kneecap. I mean, just tap your kneecap right now. I just went to the doctor and she does that reflex thing. Yeah, but tap the, oh. tap the center of the bone, not the reflex underneath Yeah, I don't it. like that. Yeah, and this is like, think about <laughs> when you ram it into the side of a coffee oh, table. trust me, I have. How it like brings you to your knees in pain. Ah, to your knees. I love it! Hey! What else you got? Charles Darwin used to eat all of the rare species that he would find to see what they tasted like. Cooked Char- or under or uncooked? I would imagine he would put these over a flame. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. He sampled puma, giant tortoises, Aww. iguana, Aww. armadillo, Aww. rat, okay. and more. Now, why do you feel so bad for the giant tortoise? But not the cow, or not the chicken, or not the turkey. I do. 
I don't hear you say "ah" when it's when you order a turkey burger. You're licking your lips over there. You know they're kind of nasty. Turkey burgers, turkeys, and I eat a lot of turkey, a lot. Oh, you're just saying that turkeys are jerks out in the wild. Yeah, they're, that yeah, okay. they're kind of. You know, usually, you know, when they're aggressive, I bet it's like mating season or something. Remember, we had the listener who emailed us and said that a turkey. One time, she hit a turkey. And I then remember this. She hit a turkey with her car accidentally and she looked in her rear view mirror and it was chasing oh my gosh t1000 ing like you son of a i'll get you yeah i cross the street when i see turkeys yeah they're they and they're call. always they're never alone <laughs> no they're never alone they're like velociraptors <laughs> starting in our 50s most people have a noticeable reduction in blank collagen body hair Oh, for sure. It's that's the nice thing about it, especially in the legs. The reason is still unknown. It could be due to poorer circulation or lower hormone levels. I was going to say lack of testosterone, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is out of whack. Also, if it's been a while since you've looked at your grandfather's legs or maybe even depending on your age, maybe your father's legs in the summer. I want you to next time if he's wearing shorts Look down mid-calf, and you will see a line of delineation where he grows hair and then where he doesn't grow hair. Really? And I am telling you, it's where they wore their socks all those years in traditional jobs. Oh, that's interesting. My dad has it. He has his business sock cutoff line. Yes. Check it out next time. My ex had that, too. It was very strange. Do guys get hair on their thighs? Some do. Because mostly it looks like it's below the knee. It, that's where it was, would be most prominent. But some hairy guys get it all over, but it's most prominent. Then it cools down on the thigh. Fascinating. Picks up around the midsection. And then never know what's going to happen on a chest. Or elsewhere. Um, the guy who invented the USB wanted it to be flippable. But that doubled the cost. So that's why we got USB devices that only plug in one way. Mm. You know, every time you go to put a USB in, it's always upside down. You always have to flip it. Yep, right. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. He wanted it to be flippable, but it would have doubled the cost. And so they said no. Okay, and we thank you for that. Huh? We thank you for not doubling the cost and making us have to turn it around. No, if we would have doubled the cost, we would have never had to turn it around. Right, but we don't want double the cost. But we don't want to flip it around. Why? How taxing is that? It's irritating. <laughs> Over time, I got no, stuff to do. No, I don't want to pay more. Doesn't I don't it feel, want to do more. Doesn't it feel good to pay less? Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> do you remember a few a few years ago when there was a pop-up shop as a scam to just fool rich people? And they, pop, they popped it up as a fancy shoe store. Maybe it was in New York. And it was called... Um, Palessi. Yes, yes, and, I and do. They're like, oh my gosh, these are just like, oh, so couture. And I just love how this fits the foot and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, these are pay less shoes, you idiots. <laughs> More of those. Yes, we like More that. More of those. Woo! All right. All right. Well, good talking to you. Uh, the phrase knock knock, who's there, comes from Shakespeare. It was first featured in oh, Macbeth. I think I, I think I know that. That's easy to say after I read it. <sighs> I mean, if you asked me, I wouldn't remember. But now that you say it, I remember hearing it. When we come back, there is a resort that wants to hire a Ken. I'll tell you what duty they want him to perform when we come back. Donna here for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, I've learned a lot about personal injury from Mike Bryant. 
at Bradshaw and Bryant. And one thing I know for sure is if you are injured in an accident, you definitely need someone on your side fighting for your rights. Mike Bryant can review your damages to see how much your case is worth. Um, recoverable damages include things like medical bills, lost income, pain and suffering, emotional distress, and more. And, you know, identifying the damages and calculating their value is the first step to knowing how much your case is worth. Mike Bryant and his team have tools to determine this value so they can fight for what you really deserve. Get a consultation. It's free. And it can provide a lot of insight for you. Bradshaw and Bryant has a history of success in personal injury law and would be happy to meet with you free of charge. Find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yeah. Talking about fun stuff, entertainment stuff, you know, lifestyle stuff, fashion. Uh, You're not going to hear politics here. Movies. Very little news. Uh, uh, TV. Household trends. <laughs> Are we going to do this? Right. Hey, I'm getting my whole house painted right now, so I'm doing the trend. T- in fact, oh, oh, what do you think? You're better than me? Donna, in fact, beforehand, before the show, I was going to say, <laughs> though you have, obviously, very questionable taste, I was going to ask you what your thought was on something that we should do with our fireplace. So maybe I'll do that during the commercial break and get your opinion. Is it brick? She's a bear. She might mate. Just letting it all hang out. She's a brick. We're gonna do this. I was already <laughs> I stopped a few lines ago. <laughs> but I'm happy for you too. You kept going. Um there are no, there is some uh stacked stone there. Okay. But but I'm thinking about we have a painter. And we're thinking about asking him um, his thoughts on if he painted the stone. All right, listen, we're going to get the Ken Barbie thing in a minute. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) Sure we are. (laughs) This reminds me of when I was on Twin Cities Live once, and I said to our producer, I said, listen, I, I, I give me 90 seconds. I can tell the story in 90 seconds. That's all I need. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, 90 seconds. I go on. I tell the story. We are still, then we move on to the next thing. And he just comes into my ear and he says, do you want to know? <laughs> we're still dying. Four minutes? He said six and a half minutes. Yeah. See, <laughs> Steve, you're not, you're not good with the time thing. You, you have to watch the clock. Because I, I, I could feel 30 seconds in my head when I'm talking. It's about, I don't know, ten, nine, eight to ten sentences. But, no, I can feel that as well. But when you're in the portion of a show where... We're, we're we're talking, you know, host chat on that show. We're talking. You got to regulate. We need to get through it. Got to no, regulate. We got 12 minutes that we're going through and we need to let the best stuff happen. The conversation, the, the viewer responds to the conversation. They have opinions. They always, oh, we love it when you guys tell stories. We tell a story. So sorry we didn't get to, oh, and here's a new banana bread recipe that we want to tell you about real quick. <laughs> All right. We got a damn story to tell. It's fine. I could do the 30 second test though. Can you? Yeah, but... Without looking at the clock? I think so. Do you have a story? Not one that could fit in 30. Oh, I'm fine. Anyway, my point is, we we have this all-white wall. We have a white mantle around our fireplace. And then there's like natural stacked stone, which is the the, the fireplace surround. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That little frame. 
So I was looking, and and we are about to paint our whole house the same color. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be Benjamin Moore White Dove is the name of it. Mm-hmm. All we painted a large portion of the downstairs white. We liked it. We've toured a bunch of homes where we're like, oh, what feels so good in here? Oh, all of the walls are white, and it just feels light and airy and spacious. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of the face <laughs> that you're giving me right now. Not even a little bit. Anyway, continue. Uh huh. I'm thinking about how many kids do you have again? Four kids. Okay. Do they like chocolate and crayons and do <laughs> they like painting? Flaming hot Cheetos. What do you want me to do? Just say, "Hey guys, tie dye the damn walls because they're gonna." We have graffiti artists. Okay. No, what we're doing is white, but it is a wipeable surface. We had a flat surface which looks better, but does not wipe. Mm. So the problem is eggshell. The benefit there is it wipes off. But if you ever need to repaint, you need to go corner to corner. That whole wall, you cannot patch a spot because eggshell doesn't match well when touching up. If you get flat, you can repaint it. And that's fine because it does match well, but you can't wipe it. So we need something wipeable. It's going to be white. Anyway. You're the one holding yourself up. The point is. (laughs) Problem. Uh, we're thinking of doing like a black mantle around the fireplace. I think that that could break up the white. We have black light fixtures in there as well. So a traditional black white look. But we're like, is it going to look too too uh, harsh? It could mm. either look dramatic or harsh. And so then we move from, well, maybe if we didn't do the mantle, if we left that the same color as the wall, but then that little frame, that stacked stone. I saw somebody online who painted theirs from natural, tan, gray, whites, all those mm. to black. And then it just looks like black stacked stone all around. So I'll show you a picture. I would love to get see your a opinion picture. on it. Um, Thank you. To see, and about twenty percent of people who I polled have their um, house walls all painted white. The the most popular thirty five percent gray, twenty percent was white, twenty seven percent I believe was beige, and then everybody else was just. Other, so I was trying to figure out what, what color walls do you have. We we lived in gray and grayish mm. for probably the last eight years, mm-hmm. and they didn't offer white when we moved into this home. They didn't offer white. That's Hello. strange. That's Hello. really strange. Hello. Can we just? Oh, anyway. Is this thing on? <laughs> That's a microphone <laughs> joke. McFly. That's it. <laughs> Bueller. Um, uh, sorry, I moved some stuff, but it's on the side there. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just moved all the stories I was going to do. Sorry, I'm multitasking. <laughs> Feels like you're sabotaging. Hey, there's a resort that wants to hire a Ken. And here's what they want the Ken to do. It is called the the Coco Bodu Hithi Resort in the Maldives. The Maldives are in South Asia. And they want a Ken and they want him to beach. Just beach. (laughs) Which is what Ryan Gosling says his job is in Barbie. It's apparently only for residents of the United Kingdom, which is... Oh, that's a bummer. I think um, it's something, sis. I don't think it's racist, but it's something. It's anti-American is what it is. That's it. Whoever gets chosen will be flown out for 10 days to this resort, along with, quote, a partner or Alan of their choosing. (laughs) There are some requirements for the gig. That's so funny. They say the winning applicant will have to know how to stand proudly in the sand, empty his head of all thoughts, mm. hold and lean on a surfboard, sure, and know the words to push by Matchbox Twenty by Heart. Yep, yep. Um, so anyway, that's, that's cute. Job that you that's go. cute. Everyone's you know 
capitalizing on the Barbie movie. And what a dream for Barbie, because now more and more places and businesses and all that are doing marketing for them. Still. Yeah. Still. yeah. Mattel doesn't even have to do anything. No. All you got to do is just and talk about paint. Paint a wall of your business hot pink. Leave it up for the next month. Then you can paint it back. People yeah. will be like, oh, my God, Barbie. Oh, you're so Barbie positive. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's that. Hey, we found out what um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, what his next project will be. Donna famously saw Act One of Hamilton. <laughs> Has not finished it. Yeah, this was the, um, you know, the play or the musical on some streaming service. Disney Plus. Right, that one. Yep. Um, but you still know the songs. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton. I am not giving away my shot. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, he is now going to be developing a musical based on, and I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1979 movie, The Warriors. That was 1979? 1979. Uh, the Warriors tells the sensitive story of a Coney Island street gang stranded 30 miles outside of their turf with every other gang in New York City <laughs> looking to waste them over a murder they didn't commit. The movie was based on a 1965 novel by Sol Yurik. It was not a musical, uh, but it did have a great soundtrack, and, and including Joe Walsh's In the City. And now it is going to be turned into a musical. I would watch this. The I whole would, thing? Yes, I would like to see this. I, you know, I have very vivid memories of like this guy with the baseball bat oh, yeah, from the movie. Warriors, come, come out, out to play. play. Wow. Yeah, we wrote the musical Man, for him. There he goes. I have never heard of this movie. In fact, vulnerable moment. I read the headline that said Lynn Manuel Miranda developing a musical around the Warriors, based on the Warriors. Basketball team. And I thought, you have jumped the shark. You can't do one on the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> like, that's going to be dumb. And then I felt dumb. That's okay, Steve. You're, 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 you're young and didn't study cinema. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, look at these can't guys. Can't expect you to know everything. Wow, the Warriors. Yeah. 70s cult action thriller has strong language and violence. You know, I feel like I saw this in the movies with my friend Mary Ellen, but we would have Mary? only been, well, we would have been 13, maybe 12. That so makes that, sense. That, PG-13. Oh, it was actually rated R. Sorry. It was? Well, yeah. we saw it. Sneaked in. 79. Yeah, it would have been, you know, 13. This is like, uh, the, what's the Greasers movie? What's that called? Grease? No, 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 not Grease. Come on. Uh, Lords the of Outsiders? Flatbush. Oh, oh. yeah. The out, uh, with is that what it's called? Stay Golden Pony Boy? Yeah, Pony Boy. Mm-hmm. That's The Outsiders. Okay, I remember Matt, liking that Matt, book. Matt Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. I never saw the movie. Read the book and really liked it. Oh, yeah. you'd probably like the movie. Thanks, there you Donna. go. Yeah, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, oh now God. he's making wine. Yeah, that's right. What a journey. Really. Really has been for all of us. <laughs> really. Also, Stanley from the office quickly uh, is refunding all donations received through Kickstarter for a a Stanley, which was his character in the office. There was going to be a spinoff called Uncle Stan. He was trying to get it off the ground. Oh, cute. That sounds cute. And so actor Leslie David Baker issued a statement with his uh, business partner and said, essentially, hey, look, there have been all these complications and we, we were getting there. We had this money. 
Then COVID came, and now there are strikes and all this. It's just, we, we can't move forward. So we feel like the best thing to do right now, though we still hope this comes to be, the best thing to do right now is we want to refund anyone who donated, and we are also still going to fulfill all of the things that we said. So, you know, Kickstarter, if you donate 100 bucks, you get a blank. He's still making sure everybody gets their blanks. Okay. But in the meantime, he's like, we just need to, we feel best if we give you all your money back, and then we wait and see. So, Thank you. you. I don't know if that would work. An Uncle Stan spinoff, I don't know. His character, the, that, the nature of that character, Stanley from The Office, if you've yeah. seen it, works best as salt, not as the main dish. Sure, you know? sure, that's true. But so. he is a funny character. Very, oh yes. His, his disinterest and disdain for his boss, Michael Scott, and his disinterest in his job is really wonderful. He was the voice of many people. Can you imitate his voice? No. That's it. <laughs> That's basically it. That's awesome. Okay, great. Good talk. Thanks, Donna. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Am I right? You're right, sister. Uh, f- oh, this is interesting. Fans want to boycott America's Got Talent after watching this really disgusting sort of act. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I, uh, I, I keep reading about it. This keeps popping up from time to time. This movie that is out there that has made more than Mission Impossible, almost made more than Indiana Jones. It kind of flies below the radar, but it kind of doesn't fly below the radar. So we'll tell you about that. Uh, when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Hey, if you're near a computer right now, we could be buddies. Do the same thing I'm doing. I'm on ChanhassenDT.com right now. That's their website. And that, of course, is where you can uh, buy your tickets to a variety of different things. You'll see right there, bang, Jersey Boys playing on the main stage Right now, the story of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. It was a week ago tonight that I went out there. We had a nice table for six, brought some neighbors, brought some fam, and we all watched. And at intermission, we all kind of looked at each other and we're like, um, whoa, they sound really great. There is so much talent up on that stage. And so if you haven't seen it yet, uh, get your tickets, ShaneSNDT.com. They also have a wonderful concert series always happening, live music each and every weekend. Tomorrow, they've got Warehouse, a tribute to the Dave Matthews Band. Sunday, Magic Carpet Ride, the music of San Francisco, 1967, the summer of love. And Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, improv comedy, Friday and Saturday nights. ChanhassenDT.com. Parents. It's the Donna and Steve Experience, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So I'm dancing with my eyes closed. They're cleaning the floor and everyone is already home. Hello. I'm on my own. Welcome back. You're listening Still to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Holly Roberts for our one and one more segment, actually. This is the place where we believe if you see something, you should say something. 
which is exactly what we're going to do. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Ooh. People are mad. People are mad. People get mad a lot. People do get mad. Is anyone happy anymore? (laughs) What's happening? So apparently fans of America's Got Talent are now vowing to boycott the show completely for airing a real inappropriate act in front of kids. And they're asking, how is this even allowed? So what had happened was an act called Bamba was blasted as inappropriate. And so it's these Israeli guys who are doing kind of this juggling act with paddle boards, but they're naked and the paddle they're either so they're facing forward and they're either bending forward when they're using the paddle so that you can't see anything or they have two paddles and they paddle with one, but they are naked. I put a little link in there for you guys to see. Oh see gosh. that Instagram link? So I'm looking at it. That I, I kind of have to agree that this is a family show. And so people are like, these people do not belong on your show. There's no talent. This is stupid. This feels like something that you would have learned how to do in a dorm room. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the three guys down on yeah. the third floor. Yeah. Barry, come here. Yeah. Bring your paddle. Okay. I'm not taking those stairs. No, those dudes are weird. <laughs> yeah, I could see because this is a show. Isn't this a show that you would on occasion watch with your family? Yeah. You know, and if you saw that, wouldn't you be like, whoa, 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 whoa? Yeah, we'd be flipping the channel. Yeah. Just because, you know. One of the commenters said, once again, another act that shows full grown men playing with adult nudity on a show that children watch. I used to love AGT, but now it seems like they just let any act come on. I mean, do you see these guys winning a deal and maybe performing a a two hour show for you at a Las Vegas hotel? That's still what the winner's supposed to get, right? Don't they get the money in the residency? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe they would be performing at a lounge in Laughlin. (laughs) (laughs) that's fine i can see them being like an opening act for somebody but there would be a big uh, you know this is an adult show there would be a big it's like have you guys ever seen puppetry of the penis no No, but i've been asked Mm. to promote it before (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been asked to promote it and i was like i i i know i gotta say People are doing things. Oh, yeah, they're twisting. In a way the, that yeah. is just like, wow. Is that going to recover? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know? The, the, the elasticity involved. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of bounce back. Yeah. Anyway. Like, tying knots and they, stuff. Yeah. Making bunnies. I, I yeah. don't know. I guess I don't see this as being so cl- uh, pearl-clutching as people are making it out to be watching this footage of the... Bomba Circus. I think if it were on a streaming service, but because it's on primetime network television <sighs> and it has been kind of branded as a family show. Yeah. Well, they're not 
not showing the like twigs and berries or even the tushies. Yeah, they so, put an America's that, yeah. Got Talent right um, oh, yeah. sign so, up over the, the, eh. the booties. Now, I will say it is it is buffoonery. It's not hyper sexualized. But that's content. what I. But that's see, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just naked people. There's nothing. This is just yeah. Barry, come and get your paddle. We're gonna go and do it. We're gonna be on America's Got Talent. Yeah. So I don't know. Eh. I think they advanced to the next round, and that's no. why. They, yeah. Did they really? I, yeah. Yep. I think it, it might have been Howie who. <laughs> oh not my a gold gosh. buzzer. Not a gold buzzer. You could tell everyone was getting nervous too. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway, and they're so. they're flesh colored paddles. Correct. You know, so so they match their yeah flesh. And every guy has like a long beard or longish. It looks like they uh, when they're not doing their nude art, they're playing ultimate frisbee tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> These are my bearded brethren, Donna. This is the direction I'm going with my beard. Oh, oh Steve, maybe uh, there's a you know. No, I'm not going to be a fourth. For you to no. audition. because there's a your Steve. Your beard is very well groomed and you know shaped. These people don't have shapes. They went with just one pure caveman length. Yeah, straight down mm-hmm. off of all of it. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah you've got an aesthetic, Steve. Uh, we're working on yeah. it. Although my, my my barber just said she can't see me today, so I'm oh, just gonna no. get oh, up and everything. It's How fine. How are you gonna manage? I'll be fine. Oh, look, oh. it's Jeremiah Johnson in the <sighs> studio. <laughs> this is just an old prospector. Hey, that's right. Just okay, can you please wear the onesie with the little flappy? Thing? Oh yeah, yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah start yeah. wearing the red flannel. Uh. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> okay, great. Cute. All right, what do you got? What did you see? I Oh, I so I keep seeing this movie. Um, it's called The Sound of Freedom, and it's got people feeling different feelings on different sides of different things, right? Everybody feels people love things or hate feelings. things. But um, what is interesting is this is like an indie kind of movie. Like it comes from a small studio called Angel Studios, but it has quietly slash not quietly, depending on where you get your news and, and what sites you go to to listen to hear what people are saying um but it's made like 155 million dollars what it's made more than mission impossible really than tom cruise's new mission impossible movie um it they say it's uh based on this incredible true story which essentially is a uh, a federal agent who learns that uh, someone's sister is still captive and decides to embark on this dangerous mission to save her. She's caught up in human trafficking. And so the sound of freedom is um, this guy played by Jim Caviezel. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus. (laughs) You may know his previous roles as Jesus. Um, But anyway, he's in it. And the Today Show did a write-up on it, and they were like, why are people feeling so strongly about it i guess there are people on one side that are like this feels like propaganda this is tied to political causes people on the other side are like oh my gosh people need to see this movie because even if it is sensationalized and creative liberties are taking we need to shine a light on something that has gone off with human trafficking yeah 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 uh but i suppose the entertainment story is that it has made more money on a very small budget um it's made more money than uh, Mission Impossible, almost as much money as the new Indiana Jones movie as I, well. Wow, I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, but oh, and they're, they're doing this like grassroots thing where they're encouraging people to pay it forward. So buy a ticket on your way out for someone if they oh. feel like, oh, I couldn't see it because I don't got the money to go see another movie. 
then there's a button where you could click and be like, cool, I'll take that free ticket, I guess. That's awesome. Okay. So anyway, all quietly. Right. And, and people have feelings on both sides of it and all that. But I've emceed a thing here in town like for, five or six yeah. times for stopping human trafficking, yes, which and sadly happens here. A lot. So, like one of the um, biggest places in the country for yeah. human trafficking, unfortunately. So that movie, all Sound right. of Freedom. We'll be back.